track so that was something i think you guys should all listen to it's a really nice track to boost your moods a bit yes get some good happy vibes going Um, that is a toronto artist ashton forever is his name the song is called wine highly suggest you guys listen to the rest of it it's a summer track hundo p yeah He's actually another track that came out called Plato, I think, if I'm saying it Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's newer. So that one's newer and uh, also Summer Vibes. Mm. I'm, I'm down with the shit. Yeah. Like Pop, Pop, like Pop Smoke said, I'm a slut. Get me lit. <laughs> I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Welcome back to Real Talk Sis Podcast. Um, I'm Chanel and I'm Jojo and we are your humble hostesses 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 with the mostesses yeah maybe the mostesses no (laughs) you took it too far there I killed it yeah alright so how was your week oh I know because you've been here (laughs) I'm about to lose my mind no you're not I even cooked you a meal like okay you didn't cook me a meal you prepped chicken I seasoned it that's all you did. And then I put it in the oven for you. You didn't. And okay. I prepared. But you act like I can't put it in the I oven the myself. And I prepared the asparagus. You cut the asparagus. I made the asparagus. You put it in water. Exactly how I, I feel. I squeezed the lemon. Exactly how I feel when you say. <laughs> so you, you know what this is called, Joanna? Teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the motherfucking dream work, baby. Yes, it does. Just like Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Yes. Teamwork to make the motherfucking dream work. And uh, community. Things Unity. are changing. Slowly. Slowly not but fast surely. Enough. Not fast enough, but slowly. Um, no, we're Slowly but done. surely. Things are changing worldwide. Yeah. Um, um, so we went to the... There was a... March last week? There was a bunch. But we went to the one that was on Friday. Yeah. The March for Change. Mm-hmm. Um, which was... Um, what's the word? Put together? Put together by multiple people within the GTA. Yes. Um, some I knew of from high school, which was interesting. Don't think they know who I was, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they remember because they were older than me. But anyway, uh, I knew them, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a lot of my own friends there, and I saw a lot of kids there. Oh, a lot of kids. You know what surprised me? A lot of elderly. There was quite a few elderly yeah. people. Not, I wouldn't say elderly, but I would say, like, midlife. Like, I saw a yeah, lot it's of not 40. not elderly, elderly. I saw, like, a lot of 30 to, like, 50s. Okay, but 30's not old. 40 to, like, 50. I'm Maybe not like saying... 60. I'm not saying old. I'm saying midlife. You Maybe. just... You just uh, projected. 
But yeah, there were a lot of people. Yes. In their like 50s, maybe 60s. That's enough. It was very, honestly. That came together. And to me. It was very empowering. It was so empowering. And it like, I literally had goosebumps from the moment it started to the moments of silence, kneeling to just like beginning to end. Oh my God. So when we sang happy birthday for Brianna Brianna Taylor. Yeah. I honestly was going to cry. Like, it's so devastating. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know what? That wasn't the. You know what makes me happy is that there wasn't only one march. There was like three protests. There was three protests. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday there was another protest from the people with march. It wasn't um, a march, but they um, they I think they did a sit-in or like a stand like outside of one of the oh like government buildings. buildings. Yeah, they sat there, but I couldn't go because I started work at nine and it was at nine, (laughs) so. Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't reach. But um, another thing that makes me really happy is that, like, not only is this happening in Toronto, there's protests. No, I mean in Canada. Okay. There's protests in Vancouver, Montreal, Quebec, wherever, like, everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think now, I read this quote, which made a lot of sense to me. 2020 means clear vision. That's why we're seeing all this shit. I so clearly that is that what you posted yes. it? Yes. Okay, yo, and I was like, that's hella accurate because I think a lot of people already saw the truth and already knew the truth, right? But now the rest of the world is starting to wake up, mm-hmm. and it's about fucking and it's time. amazing to see like the movement that's happening. Like, you have movements happening and protests happening in third world countries. Yep. Sorry, guys. Just ignore me. Mute that. It's my laptop. I can't mute it. Then yes, you can. No, actually. I can't. Um, just to see it, like in Palestine and in other places like that, where you wouldn't really. Yeah, I know. Especially think Palestine that they would because like and Syria, a lot of other like especially Middle Eastern places aren't really. They're in shambles, bro. Yeah, they're being bombed to shit, and they're still going out and showing support. I think it's important. And I think specifically for countries like Palestine, Syria, and wherever else is very third world right now that is still showing support, I think they understand because Mm -hmm. they are also considered, I guess, a minority. They obviously haven't gone through what black people have gone through. I'm not going to say they under, they, you know, lived that trauma that's oppressive, like Mm -hmm. systemic racism. But I'm, I think that it's a lot easier for them to understand yeah. the struggles and the pain that they go through because I think they go through well, that they're shit being, a lot too. Yeah, with, by their own government. Like exactly. It's, and it's bad. It's like, the same thing. These are countries that were in a revolution before COVID hit. Yeah. They were in war, a like lot civil of them. wars. Yeah. yeah, before COVID hit. So, like, Syria's anyway. literally in shambles. And there was like a picture um, that was circulating on on the yes, social media that they of did of George, George Floyd, Floyd of like a, mural. a mural. Yeah, I like how beautiful it is, and you can see the broken buildings behind them. Yeah, but here in America and in Canada, there's people who still don't understand <laughs> the fucking issue. Yeah, crazy. It's it's crazy. Um, but to go further on, <clears throat> like what's happening around the world, specifically with Black Lives Matter and what's happening to black what's been happening to to black people and related right um, <laughs> i didn't want to say like something else anyway. okay so i have a question not really a question 
It's a statement. Okay, so Twitter and social media, so Instagram, yes, Facebook, whatever, they've been a more reliable source very reliable of information yeah right now compared to the news yes um you see a lot of unedited untouched videos of police brutality of white racists attacking especially on black twitter. people especially on twitter because they have no fucking filters no filters which yeah. i mean in a sense is good because yes. now we get to see the brutal truth everyone gets to see the brutal truth not just the people who live it but everyone yeah. else but here's my here's my one question. There's pros and cons to using social media as your information outlet. Because there's been multiple times in the last weekend that I was like, wait, that's not true. And then it's like, oh, this comes out that this is this and this happened. And then it's like, oh wait, that that's false. This, this, and that. Yeah. So I think it's very easy for information on Twitter specifically. To get misconstrued. That's the exact word mm-hmm. I was going to say. To yeah. get misconstrued. And it's very easy for opinions and facts to get blurred. Yeah. So, like, one person will tweet, oh, this company, da-da-da-da-da-da. And it's an, a fact. Not, I'm not saying that they didn't support or anything like that. Meaning, like, oh, I can't give a good example. Hold on. Let me think about it. I'm back. Okay. So, for example, last week we talked about that TikTok thing where they were banning the, the, hashtag. Black, the hashtag Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, Breonna yeah. Taylor. Justice and stuff for George. Like uh, yeah. yeah. And then five minutes later it comes out saying, oh, no, it's just a glitch. You can still post it and click on it and you can see all the things. You just can't see the views. Right. So that's why I think it's like... People are really quick to cancel, to... Not necessarily cancel, but to just make their own assumptions without... Without information, like, without information information. being backed up. Exactly. More information. And I actually had a little, like, I'm not going to say argument with this girl on Twitter, right? So she... Oh, I remember this. So she DM'd me about... Last weekend. Yeah, about the march, right? She messages me, like, this is the part that pissed me off the most, is, like... Please do not spread this is like her first message and she's like, "Hey, I encourage you to read my read my statement I posted below about about the march which the organizers have seen yet ignored." blah blah blah. So, here's also screenshots of my posts. So, these are all her posts that she made with untrue facts because I was, I'm obviously following that page. I saw all their updates. I saw everything that they were telling us. They were very open with us and very transparent. This was their first time conducting, like, not conducting, like, putting together a march. Organizing. Organizing a march this big and da-da-da-da-da. So they were being very honest about that all. So then she sends me, like, four pictures, and it's all of her. And then she's talking bare shit, saying that, like, the organizers are not black. Blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. I would say 80% of them were black. The rest were minorities as well. But different they weren't ra- yeah, white. different races. Yeah. There was probably one white guy. I think the rest were Spanish and, like, other nationalities. Yeah. Anyway, she continues to say that other shit, that they're not replying with her, to her questions. She's like... This protest may be may be peaceful, but why risk the safety of others? Question mark. Especially since it has it's been two weeks since the last one. Proper quarantine measures. Blah 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 blah. 
And then she says, this is my two cents. Take it or leave it. If you decide to stay home, keep up your chosen roles of blah, blah, blah. If you decide to attend, please be vigilant. So I replied and I'm like, listen, I'm like, that's that's for thanks for the info but most of that information you posted in the last picture is false um these organizers said never said they were affiliated with not another black life or the black lives matter official black lives matter accounts or groups and i'm like it is a peaceful protest there are no bricks laying around because i remember again that was going around that yeah. was going around where this got misconstrued there was someone who lives in the area posted about this. She said, just to give some people some context, there's major construction happening on Queen and Ossington. When they heard about the protests, they moved the bricks into a fenced-off area. Yeah. Because they knew protests were going to happen. Right. And um, I was like... And also, this was verified because the organizers did a walkthrough the day before and confirmed there was no, like, bricks or anything... Laying around or, or something around. like a setup. Yeah. I was like, of course, I appreciate your concern, but thanks. Like, that's all right. And then she comes and tells me, I just got off the phone with the main organizer. You are grossly misinformed. I highly suggest you view my story and posts at her Instagram. And I was like, you must be mistaken. This was the day of, might, might I add. She replied the day of, because this was the day before. The day of, she replies, and I'm like, you must be mistaken. I just left the peaceful protest, which had approval from the police. They were in their little bicycles, in their shorts, barricading off roads so that we can all march peacefully. Um, it was peaceful throughout the whole thing. Regardless, arguing with uh, arguing like this just separates the people when we should all be united rather than right. spread your two cents, which I put fake those air commas, air things on yeah. it. Two cents, which were grossly misinformed. Like I said earlier, thanks for your concern. Have a nice day. I'm being nice. She responded back. She responded again. Of course she did. I was like, bitch, it's over now. Like, why are you still arguing with me? It happened already. Like, it's done. Like, okay. So she replies and says, grossly misinformed, question mark. The organizers admitted to their wrongdoings to me personally on the phone. Bitch. They've been posting saying that they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they need help. Like, they, like... It's nothing private or, you know, right. they're hiding from the public. They were posting it on their stories, on their personal stories, right. too. Okay? She's like, if you truly cared about the movement, you would do ado- adequate research. Bitch, she doesn't have a BA in criminal justice. And my focus was on Black Lives Matters and um, First, Na- First Nations and youth justice. But anyway... Let's keep going. She says, I highly suggest you do some before you go slapping a hashtag somewhere. Best of luck. And I was like, bitch. I didn't say that. But I was like, bitch, you must have me fucked up. You said that? No. No. I wanted to say that. (laughs) I was like, they were transparent in their page and their personals the whole time, love. I don't know why you're you're still arguing with me when the march happened already and was completely peaceful and and safe. Have a nice day. I'm not going to fucking sit here and argue with people who are trying to separate a fucking movement. That's not what we, we need no, right now. No. And I find that a lot of people are doing that. Like, a lot of people are doing that. They're like, <coughs> which I understand. <coughs> you should question, obviously, things for your safety, marches <coughs> and protests and whatever. But my thing is, like, it didn't make sense to me how she was arguing with me after I have just said that, the protest was peaceful and it's done and they've been transparent and it's done and it's been done like like and it's just really frustrating because i am not first of all i would never spread 
in like information that is misinformed. That right. the first thing I do before I before I ever like promote a protest or whatever it is, something this serious, obviously I'm going to look into it. Obviously I'm going to look into what it really is, the organizers, who they are, blah 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 blah. But I think a lot of people are just reacting without actually checking in. And she, it's funny because she's a hypocrite because she didn't even fucking check in. You got off the phone with them, my ass. Mm-hmm. If you got off the phone with them, then you would have said, then you would have known that they were never trying to hide that they, were, right. they weren't sure how, about how to do this perfectly. But look at it. It went perfectly. And they had free water and they had granola bars and they Everything. had even stores like starbucks was giving out water a lot of places tokyo were, I think smoke we passed house by, yeah like i think we passed by a convenience store they were giving out like chip bags like yeah no chip bags. um i think it was a restaurant maybe it was a restaurant it was like a it was like a fast food restaurant i was like yeah it was nice to see all these like companies still supporting in some way yeah like you don't have obviously you can't protest because you're working but you're helping by supporting the protesters right and i thought that was really great it was very well put together yeah so this is how i think social media can really fuck up information when it has to get passed along Mm -hmm. and i think it's it's quick for people to put their opinions in and like make it seem like it's facts when it's really not like all that whole paragraph she sent me I read it I was like they discussed this on their page they discussed this on their personal page they discussed this they never hid this they said police will be like it's just like did you even do your research? Because right. clearly was you didn't. Was she even there? Did she... No, I don't fucking ...educate know herself is. on what was happening? Like, that's what I mean. Like, there were so many other questions that, you, like, you're being a hypocrite. Yeah. And you're ruining, like, the fucking unity. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to tear down other people who are trying to have a peaceful protest and they stated right. that and multiple We don't even times. know, like, how far her reach is. Bro, I checked her Twitter page. She has, like, 200 followers. I was like, bitch, fuck out of here. Like, what are you doing? I know, but I mean, like... Oh, and I didn't check her Instagram. I think she had, like, a big following, which is also a bad thing. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, now you're spreading misinformation. Yeah. Right? And it's, like, segue. Defund the police. A lot of people on social media... Are so stupid with they the responses to this. fucking understand it. I don't, like, I, do you know how many responses I'm I've not got that are like, oh, if, if you're going to have the community fighting crime? like They're dumb. I'm like, what? They're dumb. Like, okay, I, I said I wasn't going to call them stupid, but they're dumb. Because they're reading something super fucking literal. And it's the total opposite of what they're thinking. So, like, just a quick little, like, educational piece here, guys. I think the world needs that. Um... When people are protesting saying defund the police, what they mean is um, taking away the multi-million dollars that are put into police forces, specifically in America, it's that, like, it's million, billion dollars. In Canada, I think it's millions, not, like, billion, but, like, so much money goes into the police force and society is relying on the police to solve everyday problems that they are not equipped taught trained or know how to fucking deal with also they can't deal with it even if they had the information because they're fucking racist right sorry (laughs) the whole system is racist like you can't there might be two five six ten people on the police force who's not racist but you work for an oppressive, systematic, racist 
organization. So essentially, you're going to get grouped with the racist people. That's what happens, right? So it means taking away funding from police forces across the country and reallocating the money into specific departments of the the social work government yes. such as housing housing youth work yes. social work yeah um food like um what's the word um food security which means when people have to go to food banks and stuff that's mm-hmm. food insecurity like they don't have the security to yeah. have buy groceries Even buy healthy the, food um, buy shit like it's things that people don't really understand shelters everything mental health teams yeah like like, why do we call the police when we have a mental health crisis? Why? Yeah. They, they don't, don't know, know how shit. to deal with it. No. no. No, they don't know anything about mental health or how to help people who are, who are in a psychosis or in a crisis. They don't know how. And if they do, they're probably not the ones going because right. what are the chances? There's probably one in a hundred police officers who have proper mental health training. Think, take that in. How many police officers are there? I would even make it one in 400. That's, that's... To be a police officer in Toronto, you only need your high school, di- high school diploma. They encourage volunteering. And it doesn't even have to be, like, yeah, relevant. But maybe within the force, they have, like, courses or whatever. For they have the six-month training in the beginning when you first get hired and then that's it. And I don't know... There's probably two weeks of information about what mental health, like probably. The rest is probably other ways you can. And I'm sure the majority of them there don't really force. care about. Right? Yeah. So when people say defund the police, doesn't mean. Put. <laughs> put the community as the police officers. No, we're not giving the community the power. Essentially, we are. But we're giving the community members who have the certifications to support the people in their fucking communities. That need specific. That need specific help. help. Yes. You would still be using 911. But when you call and say, I have a mental health crisis, they're going to patch it up to the mental health crisis unit. Yes. Not motherfucking cops yes. who are your ticketers who don't on really the highway. don't really know how to de-escalate a situation. Especially if it's a mental health person. Especially like, you know... Customer service, people who work in retail have better de-escalation, like, skills than a lot of police officers. And I think they, I think police officers, I think there's this, like, they think they know how to de-escalate a situation. It's because they're in a very high authoritative, like, authoritative, whatever, power. Exactly. Remember Stanford prison prison, um, experiment? Yes. It's like it's saying. like nobody watched that. It's like nobody understood mm-hmm. how fucking fucked people get when they have power. Yeah. And then Especially- add it onto a white man who has this idea in his head that he's the savior because there's always this white savior trope yeah. in everything. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the his I'm going to take I'm going to read a quick little um paragraph from this um, this article I found, which was perfectly written, um, I posted on all my personal Twitter. Um, if you guys want, I can like, you can just figure that out. Um, so, the history of law enforcement's 
law enforcement results in black people being killed by police at a disproportionate rate. A paper in 2016 in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine analyzed data from the National Violent Death Reporting System, a federally maintained database. It found that although the majority of victims of lethal force by police were white, the fatality rate among black people was 2.8 times higher than, than among white people. Mm-hmm. In, case, in cases when police used lethal force, black, vi- black victims were more likely to be unarmed than white or Hispanic victims. So another thing I wanted to say is that in America, there's police in schools. There's police yeah. in hospitals. There's police in... Everywhere. Everywhere. Middle schools, high schools, colleges, universities. Depending fucking on the community area. Community colleges. And you know what? Yeah, exactly. Like I was going to say, you go to a, an area that's predominantly black or Hispanic, you're going to see 10 times more police. Obviously, if you don't know what that means, it's over-policing. Um, in those communities, you're going to see them in their schools. They're going to see them patrolling the roads when they don't really need, need to. to. Or they're patrolling the roads way more often than needed. Yeah. Okay? So it's like, often, like, police often respond to drug overdoses or mental, heith- mental health crises and clear homeless encampments in cities, in America specifically. Um... Instead of addressing the root causes of the problem, people, the police are used to criminalize these people. How does it make sense to put a homeless person in jail? Because they're homeless. How does it make sense to put a black person in jail? Because they're black. It doesn't. Right. None of it makes sense. Which brings me back. So I might be talking a lot right now. That's Sorry. Fine. I'm kind of like... This is the shit I learned in school, and this is why I, t- I took this. I, this is why I took criminal justice, because I'm sick of this shit, okay? I don't know if a lot of people have heard of a retributive justice approach and a restorative justice approach. So you can already tell which one sounds better. Right. Which one? Restorative. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to give you, like, a quick, like, this is restorative and this is restored. Um, this is retributive. So retributive justice, this is their thought. This is their approach. Crime is an act against the state, a violation of a law, an abstract idea. Restorative justice. Crime is an act against another person and the community. The criminal justice system controls crime. That's re- retributive. Restorative. Crime control lies primarily in the community. So back to defund the police. Yeah. This is what it means. Restorative approach to crime, to everything. Let me get more uh, more in-depth. So punishment for a retributive system. Punishment is effective. Threats of punishment deter crime, they believe. And punishment changes behavior. So what is punishment? Um, jail, yeah. abuse, ticketing. Brutality. Uh, exactly. Yeah unlawfully arresting people over hurting them yeah over a, a use of force and then where you have restorative punishment alone is not effective in changing behavior and is disruptive to community harmony and good relationships yeah so what that means is 
the offender is defined by capacity to make reparations. So to fix what they did, whether it, it be monetary, whether it be community service, whether it be taking yeah. mental health classes, drug, drug classes, whatever it is, right? And then the victims are central to the process of resolving the crime for restorative. Right. So they're, they're the main thing to resolve the issue at hand. Yeah. Whereas retributive, victims are the peripheral to the process. So they're on the side. Right. They don't matter. They're on the side. And then the offender is defined by the deficits. So that means everything basically that is against them, that's how they're defined. What they did and that's it. Yeah. They did this and there's no other factors or other reasoning as to why they were put into this situation to commit this crime. Whether it be people who live in the hood and have to sell drugs or whether it be fucking rape. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? There's no, that's it, that's the crime. They're drug dealers, they go in jail. Even if it was a gram. Even if it was two, two you know, whatever it was. So, retributive justice focuses on establishing establishing the blame who to blame who to put the guilt on and on the past did that person do it or did that person what else did they do right right whereas restorative justice focuses on problem solving liabilities and obligations on the future what should be done now what are we going to do? Right. Now how do we prevent this going from happening? Yeah. From happening. Exactly. So there's a lot of like information I think that a lot of people can use. Yeah. If you just Google retributive versus restorative justice. Yeah. You will see what it means when people say defund the police. This is what they mean. They mean taking away the millions of dollars that you put into police forces that are not properly trained and then putting them into the community members who work for mental health, who work for health care, who work for drug addiction, youth, rehabilitation, everything. youth, social work, family, um, domestic like abuse situations. So it's like... Please educate yourselves before you comment on Six Buzz some stupid shit about defunding the police is dumb. Right. Because, first of all, you're showing your idiotcy. And a lot of the time, I was on Six Buzz, right? So I, I saw them post Six about Buzz the Six Buzz is defund- also not a very reliable source. No, no, no. It's not reliable, but looking at those comments shows yes. you re- who the fuck. You know what's comments, worse is looking right? in those comments and seeing people you follow and what they've commented. Oh, if I see them comment something that's dumb, unfollow. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Like, I can't. I saw today, actually, on Twitter, that Toronto's Board of Health Mm -hmm. just voted unanimously to recognize anti-black racism as a public health crisis. Yeah, about fucking time. Yeah. It's been like that for the last fucking 200 years. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that should have been happened, like, should have happened already. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, did you know that in a, in the U.S. they just made lynching a federal crime? No, I didn't know Like, that. they just made that a federal crime. They're pushing to get it 
approved as a federal crime. Wow. How is that possible? You want to know how? <laughs> Systemic racism. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a lot of things people don't understand about the police, and I think that if you, if you know this, the police back in the day were created to catch slaves on the run, I think it will make a lot of sense to you. Yeah. Especially if you're white, and you're like, wait, what? No, they don't. Yeah, they fucking do. You're white. You don't understand, but you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to fucking learn. Police were created to catch runaway slaves and torture them, basically, and bring them back to their masters. Yeah. I recently watched a documentary. Like, I watched, like, a 15-minute clip of it. Honestly, it's really sick. Like, I don't want to talk about it too much. But it's something... It, we need to talk about it. because What's it called? Um, oh, shit. I don't know what it was called. It was, like, on YouTube. <laughs> I was in the YouTube uh, World. black hole yeah. of, like, documentaries. Um, but it was about uh, the how white master people, like, people who owned slaves, um, used sex and rape yeah. as a way of um, mm-hmm. showing dominance and whatever. Controlling. Like, yeah. and control, right? So what made me the, the most sick was... Um, so at first, they didn't only rape the women in front of the, the men. They raped the men in front of all of their people to make them, like, they would take the most outspoken, strong person, whoever spoke up who, or whoever was defiant in any way, and he would get raped in front of his whole people, all his people, to show that, look, I, I'm, I'm more powerful. He has no power, yeah. I'm more powerful than you. I, I made your your leader my like whatever whatever you want to use um and that's not the worst part of it obviously you know that they raped little boys and girls yeah okay so then they they started to figure out okay how are they still you know like not broken not broken down by this blah 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 family and community mm-hmm. which is why Community policing is the most the most essential and part important thing to do. But community, so they realize, okay, we're gonna put brown bags on the men and on the women, and we're gonna make them rape each other. So they would make fathers and and children and their children, mothers and their children, or wives and their whoever, God knows what, right? And obviously, there's no birth control. This is how there is so much incest in like cer- certain parts of America. Like, you remember the movie Precious? Mm-hmm. They use this as an example. In the movie Precious, Monique, like the the mom, mm-hmm. she, that was her brother's. Precious was her brother's son, right? Because. Or no, no, no. I'm confusing it. This is Monique's real life. Monique said there was a scene in Precious. Sorry, guys. I'm all over the place. There was a scene in Precious where uh, Monique, um, Precious was being abused by a family member. Yeah. And the mother didn't do anything about it. And then Monique said to get into this, to understand this role and to get like better understanding of how I can like do this, she had to confront and face her own demons 
which is that she was molested by her brother. And then her brother went on an interview with Oprah, and Oprah went straight out and asked him, and she was like, why did you do that to your sister? Or like, why did you do that? It's like, well, my uncle did it to me. I thought it was normal. So do you see how far it goes? Yeah. It's not just, you know, a one, like, a random uncle. No, no, no. There is a fucking, just like there's a bloodline, there's a fucking bloodline of this, too. It goes deep. It's trauma, trauma, man. Like, Like we said before, intergenerational trauma. It goes deep. And this all started from slavery and what they did to them yeah. during those periods of time and hundreds of years they went through that do you know how hard that is to you know generation heal generation. from that yeah. trauma to heal from that years decades hundreds of lifetimes. years lifetimes lifetimes there's no other way for you to understand that so the last thing I want to say about retributive and restorative justice is that it's really important. So there were, um, when it comes to um, the response of the, to the offender and a response to the whatever, the victim, retributive justice thinks that response is, should be focused on the offender's past behavior. So, like, in school, we did um, these things called, uh, oh, I can't even remember what they're called. It's kind of like a test. Right. Where you look into their past, past drug abuse, past crimes, family members, friends, neighborhoods they lived in, da-da-da-da-da. All of it's focused on the past because we have a retributive justice system right now. Right. Right. Whereas restorative justice, they want to focus your response on harmful, the, uh, focused on harmful consequences of the offender's behavior. So teaching them the harmful, what it is. Some of them may know already what it was, or some of them may not. You, you have to focus that. Yeah. Right? Right. And there's also an emphasis on the future. So how are we going to fix this? Mm-hmm. What do we do now to prevent this from happening again? It's not only help the victim, it's also how do we help the offender from not doing this again. Right. Which is how it should be. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas prison, you put them in prison, there's probably one rehabilitative program, maybe for drug users yeah. or alcoholics. And then there's church groups yeah. who don't help. So... As you can see, (laughs) this is my passion. This is the shit I studied. Like, and it goes so deep. Like, as deep as it goes for black people, um, it's like that for First Nations people as well. Of course. Residential schools were in the 1960s. There's a lot of people who are still alive. Residential schools ripped Aboriginal First Nations children from their families put them in all white Catholic, like Roman Catholic boarding schools, raped them, malnourished, like didn't feed them, fed them like disgusting scraps, taught, like tried to tear away their mother language. It's a cultural genocide, which is basically happening. It has been happening to black people as well. Yeah. 
So it's it's like there needs a, a lot of work needs to be done. Of course. And I think now we're this is the fucking tip of the iceberg. I think we're going in a very good direction though. I think there still needs to be a lot of work done For especially sure. in America. Mm-hmm. All like the whole all of it, the, all the states. They're all fucked. Yeah. No, the I agree. The whole justice system, mm-hmm. judicial system is fucked. Same with here. People think Canada's not that bad. It's that bad. Yeah. It's still that bad. It's not very different. Yeah. We have the same system as the U.S. Yeah. So if we have the same system, that means we have the same racist, systematic, like systematically racist system as well. Yeah. But... That was a lot of system. <laughs> that was a lot of system. But... Things, I think this is going to be a very good... Uh, yeah, like a lot of people are starting to see glimmers of hope. Right. People and you know are what? seeing You know hope. why? Businesses, corporations, brands are being exposed. Um, yes. Which is... I love it. Fucking great. I fucking love um, it. My... One of the ones where I was just like so <laughs> happy by was CrossFit. Because like... Because you're in the fitness world. Right. Yeah. So tell it's... Me, tell me about it. CrossFit... The owner, CEO, whatever of CrossFit, the CEO is CrossFit. He's racist. Okay, wait. And he I have made a, a racist comment. Yes. What is CrossFit? Like the actual activity of it of doing CrossFit, CrossFit? is just a type of exercise. He so it's a philosophy. That. Yeah, it's like a philosophy okay. or like a methodology of exercise of this type so specific type of the man exercise. who created CrossFit is a racist man. So Why am I he's not the surprised? CEO, and he put out a tweet that. Was insensitive. Okay? Um, insensitive? You mean racist? Very, both. Insensitive and racist. Insensitive in the terms of, um, like, George Floyd. Insensitive to him. But also, of course, racist. But his tweet on Saturday, um, there was something, obviously, he's referring to COVID-19. Um but he tweeted, it's Floyd 19. What a fucking dick. Yeah. Um, in reaction to the Seattle-based Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation, classifying racism and discrimination as a public health issue. So he said, it's Floyd 19. Tried to make a fucking joke out of it? Out of it, like yes. Which fucking, is why I said it's like insensitive. It's to joke about? Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I think he put out... He apologized, obviously, but it's too late. But I just love that... They, of course, are going to apologize. Reebok dropped CrossFit. Good. Reebok was their, like, main... They, that's where you got CrossFit stuff from. from. Like, yeah. yeah. Reebok dropped CrossFit. A lot of the athletes or whoever was affiliated with them have dropped out. But it doesn't um, make sense. If he's the inventor of CrossFit, you can't... Is, is it a business? I don't get it. Yeah. He started a whole fucking... Type of exercise. Okay, that's what I'm saying. He started the exercise, but does he have, like, a business out of it? Like, Shall he's the CEO of CrossFit. You can't be the CEO of working out. It's not of working <laughs> out. Are you, you're, like, actually stupid right now. CrossFit is... It's a form of exercise. But it's also a brand. He is the CEO head of that brand. Okay. That makes more sense. Like I said, there's philosophies to working out. It's not just... He's the CEO of the philosophy? No, he created CrossFit. So obviously the philosophy is his. Okay. 
That's what, do, are what you, I'm, are what you I'm like, trying to say is the people who like CrossFit, who are, enjoy doing that right. inti- activity, are they just going to stop? A lot of people have. But it's a workout. A lot of people have canceled him out. I know some CrossFit gyms that, like, my friends own. They are no longer affiliating themselves with CrossFit. But are they still doing CrossFit exercises? They're switching up the methodology a bit. Okay. That makes more sense. Right. Because I was confused. Because no one wants to be affiliated with this, obviously. Especially if you're someone who is is vouching for the community or is out there with everyone protesting and all of this. Yeah. So imagine... And then the CEO comes out and says that shit? Like, can you imagine? So I know a lot of their athletes have dropped out. Reebok dropped them. Um, can we talk about how Ben and Jerry's... Oh my gosh. They are... They are number one. I didn't know in, like, they supporting were so involved. Black Lives Matters. Yeah. I didn't know they were so involved. I didn't know they were so in involved until like, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo... If people ever come to me and say, oh, Twitter isn't useful, this and this and that, uh-huh. buddy, go fucking look at the Ben and Jerry's Twitter. <laughs> because. <laughs> and they are, they're not, they're savage with fuck. it. They're savage with no, it. They're not they even sugarcoating shit. They didn't just put a little shit. statement out. No. no. They put out a fucking demand. Tweets, they put out demands. demands everything. They, like, they put out demands saying they want this from the government. They want to defund the police. They want to do this and this and that. It wasn't a little, oh, we're with you. We stand with you. Yeah. Fuck you standing with me. Fucking do something. Right. Yeah, you're going to donate. Great. That does help. But what else are you fucking doing? Is your brand exclusive? And that's where I feel inclusive. like that's where I feel like brands and companies or corporations they just like they feel like if they put out a statement it's good enough. They've done their part. Yeah. It's not, buddy. It's not. Bro, welcome to the 21st fucking century. You're not going to get past you're not going to get a fucking green card anymore just for saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. we understand this is so sad and tragic yeah. and we stand with you." You know, that's not going to work no more. We want to see you actually fucking do something. You have the platform. You have the money. Use it for good and support something that needs help right now. Yeah, I agree. And, like, it's just amazing to me. Like, I'm so happy. Like, two weeks ago, I bought Ben & Jerry's, like a pint of Ben & Jerry's. <laughs> and I was like, damn, yes. I'm proud Take of myself. Take all my money, Ben & Jerry's. Yes, you can have it all. God yes. damn. Yeah. No, they are on and people, point. Like, and people think, oh, it's just like a little An ice, ice cream, cream company. company. Yeah. But they're, they use their fucking platform and Very now the whole well. fucking world not only knows about their brand, but also knows about their values and what they're doing for the community. Yeah. So fuck everyone else who didn't say shit <laughs> or do shit. Yep. Um, okay. Let's talk about something else. Okay. Let's lighten it up. I have an interesting topic for you. I have a question. Hit me. Hit so, me with your best shot. In a new relationship, when it starts to feel like communication is starting to lack or you feel like you're the one putting more effort in to, to converse, converse or like keep the conversation going, what do you do in that situation? Do you fall back and see what happens? See if they message you, see blah, 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 like see what happens. Do you continue to put the work in without saying anything about how you're feeling or about, or, or about like, 
you feel like you're putting in more work because it's new, right? Or do you bring it up and say, hey, like, I've been feeling like this lately. Like, are we, like, what's up with our communication? Like, what do you Mm -hmm. do? Because, like, it's such a new friendship or relationship. Like, it's budding. It's like a little blossom, right? Right. And you don't want to come off as, like, why aren't you talking to me all the time? Yeah. Um, Okay. And it's not even to be, like, talking to me all the time. It's like, why aren't we having, like, these in-depth conversations anymore? Did we, like, talk too much and... Pat, like now we have nothing to talk about. I anymore. don't think that that's a thing. Because <laughs> there are there's so much to about. talk about. I know. For me, I would say like I will not continue putting in the work. Hell no. I would definitely fall back and like I would fall back and like but be quiet. No, I would fall back but communicate. I'd be like, so I our conversations like this, this. are this. Um. I feel like I'm the one talking more. I feel like you're not really interested. So I'm just letting you know I'm going to fall back. Because you feel like they're not interested anymore. Right. And and no one wants to feel like that. But then also, when you're in a budding relationship, when someone tells you they're going to fall back... It's like, oh, you're giving up that that easily? No, I'm just saying, like, you need to know. Like, if, if you said to me, like, if we were in a relationship and you said... I'm going to fall back because, you know, conversation's this, and I, like, we're not really talking anymore. I don't know if you're interested. You don't really communicate. Blah, blah, blah. hmm I would now be like, oh. Oh. Wait, I actually do want to talk to you. Right. And if I really like you, you're obviously going to find someone else to speak to that's going to that mentally also gonna stimulate like you. Yeah. you. Right? So, and for me, I said this earlier, not one person can give you everything you need. Like, you need that person that you can have philosophical conversations with. You need that person who you can have shoot-the-shit so conversations per- with. Is it not possible to find your partner? Of course. You who can has have, all those... Yes, but you can't expect your partner to be the only person who you talk to about No, not the only thing. person. Right. But, but like, you also need to know, like... And it's so mentally exhausting for, like, me in a situation I was in where, like, I had to constantly try and keep up with with the person mentally because you they had just to wanted keep up with them yeah because they just wanted philosophical conversations and to talk about this and that and I'm like that's too serious too much right and at the same time I'm like this is not fun for me no it has to be some fun right but then it's also he was just expecting me to be the person he has every single conversation with oh and it's like I get it I will have conversations with you about everything. Yeah. A to Z, whatever you want. But there comes a point where it's like, you might know more than me on that, so you might have to be educating me, more, right? Yeah. So you have more to say about that than mm-hmm. I do. Um, and I love to learn. Yeah. But don't get frustrated if I'm not reciprocating the same amount of energy into the conversations because I don't really get it or like really understand. So I'm here trying to learn and I'll have those conversations. But I do think, what? Cool. I have a question. I just don't want to forget it. I just do think that if you're going to fall back, communicate. Like, don't don't just fall back and keep your mouth shut because then that just builds distrust and insecurity in everyone. Unless they're really not interested. Like, if the person doesn't give a shit that you felt that you, like, you're falling back, you'll feel it because they won't reach out. They won't say what's up. They won't be like, yo, what's happening? Things are a little different. But I have a question. 
say you bring it up mm-hmm. and say you say like look like I've been feeling lately like we haven't been having like real like conversations lately and like I'm a little concerned because I do like you blah 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 what if they're like oh like no like I'm just been busy or whatever whatever you know the excuses people use maybe they're not excuses maybe they are but then doesn't it make you feel forced after yeah, because now they're like, now, now, I, gotta gotta t- now, now like, I gotta talk. Shit, now I gotta talk or else she's not gonna be interested or he's not gonna be interested anymore. Exactly. So, like, th- it's such a dilemma because it's like. It is, but you need to, no matter what, keep communication lines open. No matter what. Like, like how is there. Is there another way to be like. Yo. There are other ways to be, like, not as. It, that's not even aggressive, but like. Because you're an empath. So you're thinking about how that other person's going to feel yes. when you say that to them. <laughs> That's exactly why I, I thought of that question. Because I'm like, know. but then they're going to feel forced to talk to me and I don't want to make them feel forced because then they're going to make right. it, and then your mind goes on this like fucking endless loop. <laughs> I know how your mind works. Yo. But it's like, no, because you can't, you can't do that because then you're not going to have a lot of hard conversations. If you can't have hard conversations... No, From like, the beginning. I No, like, I definitely would if, if it was more... Because I feel like this is as But that's also how serious. much interest do you have in this person? Like, is it that serious that you're like... Like, yo, why aren't you fucking talking to me? Right. Or is it like, eh, I'm just because talking to somebody Because I feel else. like when people are mutually highly interested in each other... You don't have to deal with this you shit. You don't have to, not necessarily. But at the same time, obviously conversations are going to die down a little because people get busy. Life happens. Like, you don't know what they're doing. You don't know what's going on in their life. Yeah. They don't know what's going on in your life. Yeah. What if you are just sad one day and you just want to be alone? You would never do that. But I, like, I would want to be with somebody. Right. I'm the opposite. <laughs> My face was like, no. I know. That's why I was like, you would never do that. That would be me. If I'm sad, like, I'll definitely want to be I'm like, cuddled. But if I'm angry, get the fuck away from me. I don't right. want to talk to anybody. But see, then you want your space and you don't really want to talk. So yeah, no. what if someone came at you like, hey, you're not really talking? No, but I'm not saying like once in a while. I'm saying like. You've then noticed kind of like it's a just a gradual kind of, decrease. Yeah, yeah. Like ca- kind of gradually decreasing, and it's not like I and you're you're worried because you do like this person and you don't want it to die down, and because of COVID, you can't see each other. Right. So I feel like because you can't see each other, you're talking a lot more, and then now it's like fuck, we've run out of everything to well, talk about. Well, this is why I'm always like it's kind of. A danger to your relationship if you talk all day every day. No, I'm not saying no, talk I'm not all saying, day. I'm not saying you are. Okay. I'm saying yeah, yeah. that could be a danger. No, and, and in the beginning, kill in the beginning, of... it's such high energy that you're yeah. talking all day every day. So when things slow the down, energy changes. When things slow down, you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" But it's it's just you guys getting into a comfortable flow of the relationship. It's not necessarily like he's not interested anymore, it, or she's not interested anymore. It's just like okay. We've got the excitement out of the way. Now we're just chilling. Yo, we're you know going with the flow. Yeah. But like I'm saying, like if you can tell when someone's not interested anymore. Yeah. You'd be no, a, honestly, you'd be a I moron. Can't. You can't? Sometimes I get confused. Especially if it's through text. I was just supposed to say you'd be a moron if you can't tell. I am a <laughs> moron. <laughs> no, obviously you can tell if it's like one word responses and blah 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 blah. Like I can take a hint. But that's where I get confused because it's like is this your hint? You, like, slowly, like, not talking to me as much? Like, because ghosting is a thing nowadays. Like, yeah. 
Everybody does that's it. Why I've it's done it. Like, to talk. That's why it's important to talk. Like communicate. And it's not like yo, like I want to marry you. I know maybe it's don't. not. Like it's I want to have sex with you and like have good conversations. Like, okay, so maybe don't be like you're not talking to me as much. Just maybe be like, hey, what do you think about communication? Just like ask questions in a different, come at it at a different angle, so you see that person's values <laughs> in that specific thing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like. I was going to say something, but I forgot. I don't know. It's just like, okay, if you don't yeah, want to say that. you got to get creative. That, I'm not right. creative. you got to just look at different angles to approach the situation if you're worried about someone else's feelings. But. That's what I was going to say. You said in the beginning, the energy is really high. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, where the fuck did all that energy go? I feel I don't like think now, it goes away. No, no, no. It okay. doesn't. But I feel like I'm as I'm getting older and I, I'm learning more about the energies that people give off and they're like, I'm starting to learn more about myself too and my own energy and, and what, what you want, what, what you I prefer. Pre- yeah. So yeah. I feel like, is it me realizing the changes in energy now a lot more quickly or is it really just like a decrease in combo? Like, am I, am I realizing the changes in their energies toward yeah, me right. because say they're distracted by other things, say they have other shit to do. Yeah. So they can't give me their all their energy. Or attention. Or attention. And I'm a Libra. I need attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing that's not on there. Yeah. I need your attention, especially from somebody who I'm interested in. Right. So it's like and I don't need it like, oh, 24-7. I'm like, yes, bitch, you're tanned. You look tanned. No, I'm like... Oh, you didn't tan the inner parts of your arms. It's not that bad. It's not that noticeable. Anyway, like I was saying. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> that was funny. Um, like I was saying, I don't need your attention 24-7. Like, I, I'm the, like, I don't like being texting texting all day, all day, like, every day. Like, I'm, I'm the first one to say that. Like, I don't like it. It's right. annoying. But. Because then that turns into something you have to keep up with. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes it's harder for me personally to, like, understand people's intentions. Whether it's, like, they're genuinely busy and they have stuff to do or, like, they're just not on their phone or whatever it is. Or it's, like, they don't want to talk to me anymore. (laughs) They don't think I'm cute. They don't like me. They don't want to talk to me. They don't think I'm interesting. (laughs) It's a lot of (laughs) self-sabotage. I know. But But I'm working through it. (laughs) Yes, you are working through it because I'm, like, that's your fucking downfall. Yeah. My dog's snoring. Okay, that's your downfall. But I don't think, like I said, I don't think the energy, like, just, like it's gone. No. I just think there's a major excitement in the beginning, and then it calms down. And people like to call that the honeymoon stage. Sure, whatever. But I'm, I don't even think it's a honeymoon stage, like, in this situation where it's, no, like, you're it's a new. budding relationship. It's brand new. It's not like it's a, like, committed No, no commitment at all. It's right. literally you're just talking, getting, getting to, know to know somebody. somebody. Right. Maybe that's my issue. Because remember when I, I asked you, I told you this, I'm like, I feel like there's something wrong with me because, like, the getting to know somebody part is the best part. And, like, that's about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my friend thinks the same way. She said, like, yo, I think that that's me too. Like, that's the best fucking part. 
about getting to know some, like meeting new people, getting, getting to, know to know them. them. Yeah. Because there's so much more excitement. Oh, like you're and you never know brand what, new. Yeah. Like, you're like oh, you're you never so know sexy what this is like is the way like, you think. Yeah. Or what their lives, what make them who they are. Like you, you don't know until you ask, and then it's like holy shit. You could be mind blown by the things that they tell you, or what they're working on, or their plans for the future, or like yeah, anything, and it can be very inspiring. Maybe I just like the excitement of that. And then I don't know how to cope, like, with the rest. I'm self-sabotaging a lot. Yeah. But you can't lie. You've thought that, too. What? That, like, you like the chase, you know, rather than, like, the catch. Uh, I don't... I don't know. I... Chasing, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. I wouldn't say more, but I guess whatever. I'm gonna like, make myself look stupid. You're not making yourself look stupid. You're you're self evaluating at the moment <laughs> as we're going through this. <laughs> but I do think you self sabotage a lot and you overthink it for sure. Um, it's just weird. It is weird. But humans are weird. No, it's psychology. Human brains are weird. But then again, like, to me, that's where ego comes in. Yo, I have too much ego. Because you're butt hurt. You're like, why? I'm not butt No, hurt. I'm not saying you in this situation. I'm saying in general, people, like, you're butt hurt when the person you're talking to, like, stops responding or, or isn't like, talking to you as much. Replies. So you start to think that they're not interested and that's ego that's ego playing a fucking game in your head that is fucking ego and i picture like <laughs> please i love to hear these little what you picture when I you picture think of things like, so your ego is the master of these puppets on strings okay so i picture your ego throwing Random ass fucking thoughts at you, but in this little puppet stage, it'll be like. <laughs> I'm trying to picture it, but I can't. It'll be like. You need a better one. <laughs> okay, hold on. Give me. Let me think about this one for a sec. <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> okay, so I think I thought about something. Okay. That might be able to help you understand a little better. All right. So, put your fucking phone down. I was closing it. Okay. So the ego. Okay. I'm going to play this as the angel on your shoulder, the devil on your shoulder. That's what I was thinking. The ego is kind of like the devil on your shoulder. Okay. So the devil um, doesn't like to be embarrassed. The devil doesn't like to be wrong. The devil doesn't like to not be wanted. Right? Mm -hmm. For this little figurine on your shoulder. Okay. That's perfect. Right. So I feel like the ego, when you read situations like this, it's like... It trips you. in your ear? Yeah. So, like, it throws something in your way and you trip. Or, like, mm. it trips it trips you out mentally. Okay. So, it'll throw, like, doubt. It'll throw, like, no, no, no. This is not us. What the fuck? Do this they doesn't happen to like us. us. Right. Do they even like us? They have to like us. Who doesn't like me? This is ego. This is the ego. Blah, blah, blah. He's the just devil whispering on your shoulder. In your ear. Yeah. Um... And I think that might be a better analogy. Yeah, that for makes it. a lot more sense. But okay. Anyway, so I think that like the ego gets really tripped up when things like this happen, especially in relationships, because when it's so excited and like high energy in the beginning, 
And then it drops off. And or then it, it drops slows down. off. It's like, where's the depth now? It's gone. Like, yeah, that's my depth. fear. Right. So sometimes I think that there's so much excitement and depth in the beginning. And it's a scary thing to get past that little excitement hump or that little honeymoon phase because then it's like, is there more? That's literally... Am I creating things in my head? What I think. Do I want more so I'm creating these scenarios, these questions, these doubts, these blah, blah, blah. This is literally what I think right. in my head. But it could very well just be the my spiritual stuff. The universe being like, this person's not for you. Especially if you guys fall off and you don't really talk anymore. Or you just got to like get your ego out of the way. And don't take it so personally because it's not you. Yeah. And you know, on the external, you don't know I don't what take someone it else personally. is doing. Exactly. Like on the external, like I'm super like, un- I am understanding. Like I understand. But in my own fucking head, I'm going to be like, yo, this person doesn't like you no more. Like they're not interested. Like you need to fall back because you look dumb. Like yeah, that's you're ego. showing too much interest. That's ego. So, like, on the external, I'll be like, I understand. Like, you're busy. You have shit to do. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And I'm understanding. But in my head, it's a shit show. Yeah. Just picture, like, a thunderstorm in one part of your brain. And then the other part, the rational part, is like, bitch, he's just busy. Or she's just busy. Like, you don't just know what's happening stuff. in someone else's life. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the daily, like, this is why I don't like being single. (laughs) Single? Yeah. Mm. Because it's like, you don't, it's hard to understand, like. The dating life again? Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like you're dating somebody, how many years go by, you come out of it, it's a whole new fucking world. Yeah. You have to learn the new ways of communication well you don't have to learn the new ways of communication but you have to learn the new ways of meeting people getting to know people getting to know talking. people over again and it's so funny and not getting comfortable ago, yeah talking to one person again yes because honestly that's what kills relationships too is like when you get too comfortable yeah um sometimes it could kill relationships because then i feel like you don't really talk about much there because isn't. you're too comfortable exactly. right um Whereas when there's a little bit of suspense or whatever it is. I'm not saying start drama, but I'm saying start drama. Don't do <laughs> that. Joking. Don't take Chanel's advice. <laughs> Let's not do Yo. that. You know that meme of the frog with the hood on looking at itself yeah. in the mirror? Mm-hmm. Start drama. And the other one says, I shouldn't start drama. And then the one says, he left his phone open. Go look at it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they haven't texted you for a week bomb his car <laughs> jesus christ okay i'm just joking guys i'm not aggressive at all but um yeah those are the inner workings of my brain <laughs> i'm sure a lot of you feel and think the same way mm-hmm. or maybe you're grown and have gone past this no, but you must i have. think everyone is learning about themselves at their own pace everyone is just learning what they want what they like what they don't like and it's it's just honestly you're learning it's self-awareness you're learning mm-hmm. essentially who you want to spend your life with and that's so crazy who you to want me. to procreate with it's crazy to me because it's like you're just talking to somebody but you do essentially have to think about like mm-hmm. is this person i want to spend the, like my life with yeah is this a potential 
-hmm. Or, like, if you're, you know, into open stuff, could this be one of my partners? Right. You know what? It was a guy, the guy in Dominican, the open relationship guy, the swingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the one that, like, and that's when it clicked. It's like, he was the one who said, you need to ask the tough questions in the beginning. Okay. Like, do you want children? What if you date someone for, like, a year... And find out that they don't want They don't kids. want children, but that's the person you want to spend your life with. And, and you, and you want, want kids. Like, that's hard. I could never. Right? right. That's what I'm saying. So he was telling us that it's it's actually smarter to ask the harder questions at the beginning because no one's wasting time. Yeah, exactly. You're wasting no one's time asking hard questions in the beginning. And you're wasting no one no one's time having hard conversations in the beginning. Yeah. You know, whether or not you want to fall back and communicate. Yo, you're not communicating the same anymore. We're on different wavelength like what's wrong is everything or is it, cool or is it like do you ask we're not communicating anymore or or do you say no like, rephrase are that. you still interested in me like do you still want to talk to me or is that too blunt that's too blunt okay <laughs> no it's not too blunt i would just use we as opposed to you and i what do you mean like in a sentence so like make it a unity Rephrase the question so that it doesn't sound Are like you're attacking somebody. Are we still interested in each somebody. other? Maybe not that, that make question. Sense. No, not that question. You're obviously thinking Are very... We, <laughs> Are we interested in making this go further? Are we interested in seeing what can come from this? Yeah, like things like that. Instead of... Because if you phrase something with you... Or you Do and, you still like me? Right, or I think this. Like, it's not really... It's It could cause someone to think, you're, A, you're attacking, yeah. or B, you're being aggressive, or whatever... Um, but I think if you're thinking about somebody in a relationship type of sense, it's always safest to approach a situation like that. Mind you, not everyone will take it sensitively and freak out. I'm not saying that everyone will. No. But, but it, it just makes more sense to approach a situation with your intention. With respect and of, like, yeah. Like what your, like, like of what your intention is for the future. Yeah. Or for what it, your intention is to get out of this conversation and what you do moving forward. Kind of like going back to that community thing you were talking about the re restorative justice versus yeah yeah like you need to think like what's going to restore this how do we prevent anything like this from happening again if it's something negative and how do we move forward happily or you know yeah it kind of like comes down to an ultimatum i think because it's like ultimatums are never okay no i mean (laughs) no i said that wrong i think it comes to rephrase there's two paths three paths you continue on, like, a romantic relationship. You make it work. You talk, whatever. You continue on a path where you're just friends. Mm-hmm. Or you just fall off and don't talk to each other anymore. But you're still good. But you don't talk. Right. But is that talking just canceled? Or has there been communication like it this? It just stops. That's what I think, like, sometimes a lot of the situations, that's how they end. Nowadays. That's a lot. That's how yes, a lot of, like, situations end. Like, cause I agree. Because it's, like... I think there's just so much emotional, like, growth that needs to happen. I don't know if it's the people I follow on Twitter or if it's, like... Twitter's uh, really no, funny. No, no, no. The people I follow on Twitter are very much self-aware yeah. and very much, like, understand their emotional issues, understand their ego, blah, 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 blah. And then, obviously, there's people who don't, obviously. Um, I feel like... Is it because I'm 
opening up to this so much more that I'm thinking like, whoa, like there's so many people who don't know this shit. But well, because you're do. going through the process now because you're learning it. You're seeing it more. Your mind is open to it. Everything is opening up. So yeah. you're just kind of on this journey trying to understand yeah. where maybe you fit in or where you where your mind goes or what you want, what you deserve. There's yeah. that and the next thing. So but Then it's also like, I'm just trying to live life. Yep. I feel ya. Do what you want. Talk to who you want. Have fun while it lasts. Mm-hmm. And then once it's done, it's done. There doesn't need to be, like, so much turmoil. Right. But my brain is fucked. So there's always turmoil. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. It's like those... Um, when oil spills in lakes, how do they clean it out? You have to do that. How do they clean it? I don't know. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> I actually want to know. It's nothing you know psychological. I a, you know I took an, an environmental science elective and I... <laughs> no idea. Wow. They didn't really talk about oil spills. They did talk about climate change, but whatever. Anyway. Anyway, guys... I think that was a good um, pod. I think we really got into our pod bag. Yeah. We were podding. Okay. As Joe Budden would say. That's that's good. We're podding. Leave it to Joe Budden. Okay. Just a reminder, Black Lives Matter every single day. Yes. Um, support your black friends. Support local black restaurants. Black businesses. Yeah. Support. All businesses, not just restaurants. All businesses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All of their businesses, endeavors. And it's just, now is the time, like I said, to come together, to be united. Um, We need to restore. We need to heal collectively. We need to help ourselves realize our implicit bias or whatever it is, right? We need to figure ourselves out first before we can effectively help our black peers so go and teach yourself go and learn something don't ask them they shouldn't have to teach you yes there's multiple like outlets for you to utilize that have the information that you're looking for if you have a friend who is down to tell you about something then yeah that's perfect but like i was saying educate yourself Mm -hmm. and then you can start helping heal. You can start yeah. helping and push try forward to. for justice. Push forward for positive positivity. Outcomes. Yeah, yeah. Try to ignore all the the extra loud opposers to this. I feel like the false information, it's hard the false news. Try and ignore yeah. that. Um, it's. I feel like it's hard to ignore the opposers. Like, the people, the all lives matter bitches and shit. Right. It's hard to ignore them because you look at them and you're just like, you don't get the fucking point. Right. But you don't get it. But that's what they want to do is divide, right? Yeah. So the main thing is just to stay united and to stay strong together. Yeah. Continue to learn every single motherfucking day. Peace and love. Always vibrate higher. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter.